0: everybody. Glad to have you here on Leading Theologically. Um, I'm here with Jenny Norris-Lane. I'm Lee Henson-Hasty. I'm Senior Director of Theological Education and Funds Development and at the Presbyterian Church USA Foundation. And uh, it's a ministry of the Committee on Theological Education where we love leaders who think theologically, seminary graduates, folks like Reverend Jenny Norris Lane, Executive Director of u Collegiate Ministries. Uh, thanks, Jenny, for being here today. Um, Thank you so much men- for having me. <laughs> She's been a friend and a mentor for me. Jenny is one of those people who picked up the phone one time and called me and said, Hey, Lee, have you thought about... She's one of those people who call, picked up the phone and like, Hey, have you thought about this? Because she notices things about you and things that are happening in the world, and she sort of brings things together. It's such a beautiful thing. That's not in her bio anywhere that you would find, <laughs> but people who know her know these things. Um, we're going to post her bio in the uh, comments today. And But I will say just briefly, um, Temple Junior College Baylor Education, Austin Theological Seminary, did. and she's working on her doctor ministry at Pittsburgh Theological Center. She's, yes. she's, she's nodding her head because she probably has <laughs> something to do.
1: Yeah. Uh from 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 your lips to God's ears, uh or mine, I, I will finish uh, in 2024.
0: And, and walk. That's so awesome. I bet in that stack of books your computer is on. It's actually, probably-
1: yes. Uh there are there are books on uh prayer and evangelism. And uh um so yeah, it's it, it, this this conversation is propped up on my demon research
0: there this, you go beautiful yeah. we'll have to have you back in 2024 to tell us all about that yeah. <laughs> um and uh but she is she is such a gift she served as a pastor she was with uh when it the form for theological exploration was the form for theological education she directed the pastoral leadership search effort. That's where I got to know Jenny back in the day. Back
1: in the day, pre-kids.
0: <laughs> and um, she is a parent. She is a spouse. She also serves um, uh, part-time as a pastor uh, currently. Um, that may be changing. Um, she serves, uh, and she is, she is such a gift uh, to the church and the world. Jenny, as folks know on my show, I love to ask um, you know, we're going to be talking today about uh why collegiate ministry matters and how to strengthen it. Um, mm-hmm. by the way, she served uh, for 15 years as the, the chaplain at Shriner College, or Presbyterian related college in Texas,
1: Shriner University.
0: Schreiner, oh, university. I'm sorry, mm-hmm.
1: it's only um, been a university for 25 years or so. So, okay. you know,
0: I'm sorry. Um, no, and she, and she, um, but uh, but first, I want to ask, um, what is the work? your soul must have Mm. Um, or what is making you come alive? What I I love
1: about this, this question is I was with a pastor last week in San Antonio and for whatever reason, we started telling our call stories about sort of, you know, 20, for me, 29 years ago, (laughs) I'm really not that old. I'm only 30. So it was early. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was in my last semester of college at Baylor. I was, uh, teaching, um, the, all of the plans I had, um, after Baylor had sort of fallen apart, uh, the last semester, uh, I was not going to marry the person I thought I was going to marry. And, um, and and so that opened up.
0: <laughs> it, right. It's you ultimately a gift from here to here.
1: But, you know, when you're student teaching um, and you get asked the question, what do you want to teach? Right. Every interview, every conversation with a professor, with a teacher in the school, what do you want to teach? And one day I found myself saying. Well, I, I really want to teach people that God loves them.
0: Beautiful.
1: And I cannot really do that in this school district, and and I was a reading specialist. I loved that. I did um, adult literacy and continued that when I was in seminary. But I realized that what's making my soul come alive right now, particularly in collegiate ministry, but also um, In Uvalde is in a in a world that is so chaotic and so unbelievably um, hate-filled. Sometimes, where there is, we're all dealing with the post trans post traumatic uh, stress response. Not Mm -hmm. necessarily disorder, but response to the pandemic, to all of the conversations that just seem to be less civil these days. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing that makes my soul come alive is saying that there are college students on college campuses around the country that are craving community. There are college students across the country who want to know that there is a different way of following Jesus a way, not only for themselves to have abundant life. That was the passage this past weekend for the lectionary for them to have an abundant life here now, not to wait until heaven. That's going to be wonderful, but for, you know, heaven to come to earth and, and also that it's not about them only. It's right. not just about their salvation uh, as an individual journey, faith journey. It is also about their participation in God's mission of transforming the world. Mm-hmm. And, and so to, to be in the church, to be a part of the Presbyterian church, I was not raised Presbyterian. Um,
0: I didn't know that. Oh, that. oh, you didn't know that?
1: <laughs> and uh, actually raised uh, in the first 12 years of my life. Um, at a Baptist church in Austin that b- helped start the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship. Okay. So I remember being five and seeing a woman ordained and thought, okay, Beautiful. this is normal. Right. Uh, and then. You if mean anybody- men can
0: be pastors too? <laughs>
1: well, right. Well, she was ordained to chaplaincy. So yeah, okay, there was. Okay. Uh, everybody else was a man, but okay.
0: you know, I do remember
1: uh, her. Um, but then we moved. Uh, to this little tiny town. Um, when my dad went into farming when I was 12, and farming and ranching. And that was the footloose era. And we had been joking like, oh, I bet it's, what if it's a footloose church? Well, it, it, it that was the era, right? right. Um, of uh, more fundamentalist um, Baptist theological tradition. And, uh, so that really shaped my high school experience. And I think also shaped as I was coming out of Baylor, my passion and curiosity about if there could be another faithful way to follow Jesus.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, And so yeah, I didn't become Presbyterian until I was in seminary. Wow. And uh talk about a redemptive take note, moment. Take
0: folks. Yeah. Uh, sometimes yeah. <laughs> you become Presbyterian in seminary. You're not the first that's told me this, but uh right. mm, well, uh, and
1: and redemptive moment, uh, two years to the day, uh on actually on Christmas Eve that the uh, former um boyfriend and I that we were going to get married broke up. I joined the Presbyterian church and I felt the holiness of how something that I thought was so um, catastrophic for every dream I had, um, I, I stood there and I was welcomed by First Presbyterian Church of Austin. Yeah. And I had a community um, at the seminary that, that said to me, my questions weren't weird and my mm. passion to share God's love Period, not regardless, right? But period right. with every single person. Mm-hmm. Um, that 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 was that was kingdom work, and so mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
0: And we're anyway, still so working that's what making my questions. soul
1: come alive, right? It, 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 yeah. It's is the the Kirk network is that.
0: Yeah, it's a place um, to ask those kind of questions. Period, right? It's period, a, it's a place okay. to be loved and love others. Period, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Montisa Watkins from Columbia Seminary says hello. Who's joining us? Lynn Pabst from Danville, Pennsylvania. Thanks for being here. I'm glad you're here and God loves you and all others listening, whether now or later. Um, And your questions are welcome in the Presbyterian Church, that's for sure, particularly in collegiate ministry. And you've spent a long time, even the work with FTE was sort of targeted for this this, uh, adolescent or a young adult kind of um, group, I would say. I mean that 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 passion. You and I, I, I love that you sort of connect your story to that time in your life. Yeah, um, you're not that far away from it, right? So that's um, <laughs> right. And you said collegiate ministry. So with an S. How many collegiate ministries in you in the UCCRT network are there? Uh, about we People we have a,
1: about two hundred and eight.
0: Wow. Um.
1: And I had a conversation with a pastor who is serving as a part-time chaplain at a at a local college yesterday. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll have two hundred nine uh, soon. Um. But our conversation was the the conversation I get to have over and over and over again, mm-hmm. which is um there is a need for a campus ministry on our campus where um, all are welcome
0: Mm, right
1: those who were raised presbyterian um like my kid is a college freshman um those who were raised presbyterian raised in the church raised in a mainline protestant tradition those who were raised in other christian traditions those who are experiencing woundedness from the church by being told that they were not loved by God. Right. Um, and those who are just curious about what this whole Jesus thing is about. Um, and so it, so right now, um, but not, but and (laughs) we have about, uh, four or five different congregations or universities that, um, are just saying, is there somebody you could send us? Uh, We would love to start one.
0: Well, I'm seeing here uh, Kathy from uh, Skoda Valley. I think that's how you pronounce it. Her looking for you, Kurt Campus Minister right now. So there it's growing. Yeah. You'll get to, know, I think that might be a phone call um, later. Well, all right. I was okay. going to say,
1: I may know where that is, I'm, but I'm, I'm going through my presbytery list and going, okay, what geographic region is, right. is the Valley?
0: So, and that's, you're there to be that phone or friend as part of this network. And these ministries, none are exactly the same, but I like the way you said that they all sort of have um, some, these are places they're doing their own thing, but it's often uh, not not nearly the same as most of the other campus ministries that are offered on those campuses. Right. And it's not Mm -hmm. just for Presbyterians. I'm so, um, I, I, I love the, I love the U Kirk name, by the way, I should put, you know, a disclaimer here. I serve (laughs) because one of those phone (laughs) calls that I received from Lee, I think maybe you would be wonderful on our board. And, And it's been actually more a gift to me than I've been a gift to the board. That's for sure. The last few years. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's just real opportunities for people and, and, and for anybody. I mean, there's Methodist, there's Cumberland, right? The Cumberland Absolutely. Presbyterians mm-hmm. are very much in this network and uh, none of these are exactly the same. Some, I heard you say like congregationally based, right? There's different, right. what are some of the different, um, ways that you see uh, varieties, the, um, yeah. variety, probably some ecumenical, I think, right?
1: Yeah, there, we, uh, there's a great book um, that I wish was propping at my computer right now, but it's, it's in the other room uh, with the history of campus ministry. And so this is a great way to talk about the variety uh, we have. Um,
0: this
1: is by Lewis Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, for almost 300 years, Presbyterians, this is the oldest higher education ministry in the spiritual and intellectual formation of young adults mm-hmm. is the oldest ministry outside the congregation in the Presbyterian church in the United wow. States. Wow. And so we uh, have church related colleges. I was on a call this sure. week with right. Jeff Arnold. We have 54. We have um, churches that were strategically started across the street from a college and university. Uh, we have um, in the sort of after the YMCA movement, there were Presbyterians and the student leadership movement. And so we then began to see uh, Presbyterian campus ministry start at state schools. And so we have those that are 501 C threes, independent nonprofits. We have those that are congregationally based. We have 1001 new worshiping communities. We, uh, We have, um, those that are chaplains that oversee all the religious and spiritual life on their campus Mm -hmm. and do their network ministry with their Presbyterian and students. Um, Allison Waring at Ole Miss um, she is uh, hired by the Presbytery um, and she gave us a great tagline a couple of years ago uh, by Presbyterians for all Mm. Um, and so I feel like we need to make a sticker
0: uh, yes, for all, 100%. for all. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I have served in campus ministry and pre- from a congregationally based um, setting and at a pressuring related college. And having having a network like yours really does help. So you can learn from each other, right? There's things you can learn. You're not alone, and oftentimes, you know, uh, you're you're the <laughs> you're you're a staff of one. You're a ministry of one, right? right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, what is? Why do you think collegiate? You know, you said it's one of the oldest ministries um, in the Presbyterian Church. Why does it still matter now? Let's just be really clear. <laughs> why I think, think it. I think it matters
1: before? actually more now, in in many ways, than it ever has. And the reason that I believe that um, there's probably fifty, but I'll I'll pick <laughs> maybe a few. The first is because the studies have shown with the Barna group and, and others that the old adage, uh, when I first started this job almost four years ago, we were on a call with youth ministers and the question was asked, like, what kind of campus ministry do you want your youth to be a part of? And this campus minister, who uh, not campus minister, youth director that had been doing youth for about 20 years said, I, I've. I'm really embarrassed by this, but I just assume they won't go and they'll just come back when they get married, wow. you know, or when they have children. And that used to be the, the sort of arc, right. You right. know, that you would kind of go and explore them, and then wow. you would come back.
0: And they'll come back. Right. That's later. Okay.
1: Yeah. And, and the last statistic that I saw a couple of years ago is that only two out of 10. Mm-hmm. So 20% will come back. Mm-hmm. Um, if sort of not can, tended, um, and not engaged during the 18 to 22 or 18 to 25 age group. Mm -hmm. Um, it is second to the zero to three, uh, Mm -hmm. neurological development with children. It is the second most dynamic neurological, uh, event in a human's life. Um, in the sense of the amount of growth and development. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that in today's society, we know that our young adults are experiencing mental health diagnoses at, a right. record, at record levels. Right. And, um, you know, some say 60% have a, a diagnosed um, mental health issue or mental illness diagnosis. And, you know, in so many ways, we don't know how to be community. Yesterday, right, mm-hmm. the Surgeon General, released a report that says loneliness is a public health issue. Oh,
0: right. It's um, an epidemic. I think, I think is the language. Yeah. I yeah.
1: And so what does it mean to be a part of a community? Um, I was looking at some video yes, uh, this past week and Chris Henry, who's at second president Indianapolis said that campus ministry was his first home at Duke. Wow. And so what is it? Well said. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, right? I mean, you can't say it any better, but what does it mean for all of us to continue our baptismal vows Mm. and to continue to journey with these young people as they navigate from adolescence to young adulthood? What does it mean for us to understand mission Mm. and outreach to the the hurting and the lost i mean matthew 25 in a more expansive way right you know uh who's hungry you know who um who's imprisoned by something you know and how can we reach out to them as part of our mission um what does and this goes to my demon what is it to do evangelism in a pluralistic world with integrity Mm -hmm. trusting the holy spirit to move but to be a witness to something that's expansive and life giving, um, that is that abundant life that Jesus talks about. And, and also, what does it mean for us to understand that all young adults are our young adults, right? It used to be in neighborhoods,
0: whatever right, kid, you know, right?
1: right? Like, you know, that's I'm parent of God's of this. children.
0: And that's one of God's children. They're all God's right. children. They're all yeah. God's children,
1: right? <laughs> and so, what does it mean for us to understand that our calling to mm-hmm. to, for, to pastorally accompany this generation um and to listen to their questions right. um and, and that's and and, oh, <laughs> part of being in the reform tradition that i think that uh <laughs> that is brian Gerrish wrote an article one time that said you know that we receive this beautiful tradition um and the second thing is we critique it, yeah, <laughs> so right. we can make it better. Right, um, Reform the and so,
0: reforming always <laughs> reforming. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. I don't actually know what that question was, but why is it important? I think it's important for all of those reasons, but I think even more so. the The question I get asked often from congregations is, "Well, so how many students can we expect at eleven o'clock on a Sunday for worship?" Right. And my answer is often. Um, None, <laughs> some. I don't know. You know, and mm-hmm. that is different for every congregation, every campus. Mm-hmm. And I said the the question can become, how many students are we called to have coffee with each
0: week? Okay.
1: How many students are we called to pray for by name mm-hmm. each week? How many students are we called to text and to say, "I'm thinking about you." How'd your test go? Yeah. Um,
0: that we know their name and they know mm-hmm. our name. How about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you've heard me say this, and every time I hear you talk, it makes me think. Is I feel like collegiate ministry is sort of a research and development of the church, like it's sh- ter- showing us how to look around the corner where the church looks like it's not about a building, it's about a people, it's about a community, it's about sharing love, it's about engaging authentically, it's about living into bapt- I love that you talk about living into baptismal vows. Just after they're baptized, you know, there's this pledge till that day they will proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord. Well, you're proclaiming that today. I mean, I'm supporting you. You're supporting me. That's something we never stop, right? It's living into, I love that you, that you do that. Friends, welcome to the show. If there are comments, questions, um, uh, Montessa is saying she loves to ask a different question about young people. Relationships matter. It is really, really about relationships. And speaking of, uh, I think I know how you might answer this next part of our show is how do we strengthen campus ministry whether we're involved in it or we want to get involved what are some ways to strengthen uh those ministries H- how can you get engaged with you kirk um, right maybe as part of that
1: well i think that i uh, I'm, I'm gonna start sort of from the from the local and, and expand out um first i want to i forgot to say one of the most important things about okay. the reason we do campus ministry In and we receive the voices and we hear the voices and the questions of young adults. But the other thing that we do when we welcome them into our congregations and our communities, into our conversations, we actually receive their leadership and we, and we Uh, foster it and we bless it and we uh, help form it. And we, but we receive their energy, intelligence, imagination, and love
0: right now. Amen.
1: Right. And so, So one way that people can get involved, you know, get involved in campus ministry is to look at who your youth are, who are your seniors going off uh, to college or to the world of work or to the military or to something different and ask them how you can pray for them right now. Okay. Um, Say that there is something beyond what they have experienced um, and you're going to help them connect there.
0: Right. We
1: have on our website. Um,
0: Just because they move and, doesn't mean they've moved out of your thoughts and prayers. Right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. We yeah. are a connectional system. And so <laughs> if you don't know somebody in an area uh, and I don't know somebody in an area, Lee is going to know. I mean, we all right. know that you know, everybody everywhere. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but, Not but really. I think part of it is, you know, what does it mean to accompany them into this next phase of their spiritual journey um, and to bless that we're giving, uh, out this summer is a liturgy for college and young adult Sunday on August 6th, um, that people can use. And in that will be a commissioning liturgy for oh, all nice. of your young adults. Oh, nice. Um, and to go on our website, to send, you know, uh, refer a student. If you know, somebody's going to the university of Texas, you know, or, uh, Where'd you go to college, Lee?
0: Wake Forest University. Wake Forest, Glenn <laughs>
1: Otterbacher's there. We could you know, connect to them to, to right. Glenn um, to refer a student. Second is to see, is there a, something in your local area that you can reach out to the campus minister there, reach out to the volunteer board there, to the student leaders there
0: right. and
1: say, what do you need? Yeah. How can I offer my, my time, my energy, my resources to support the work that you're doing, how can right. I pray for you? Um, if you don't have anything within driving distance, maybe think about your alma mater. Uh, right. Maybe think about um, you know if you have a niece or a nephew or a child or grandchild that's going off, you know, ask how you can invest in in that ministry.
0: Great idea. Um, Great idea.
1: And um, but also we are in a really unique and and exciting time in this denomination. For 300 years, we invested at the local level in collegiate ministry. We invested in in colleges and universities. We actually never had an official national plan though. Right. Um, Everybody (laughs) was on their own, Um, you know, do this. And then it generally was supported by synods and presbyteries. Starting about 25 or 30 years ago, that really shifted. And so all of our campus ministries are uh, locally supported. Mm. And so think about giving a financial gift to them. And I would say, think about maybe calling and and asking or emailing um, about the financial gifts that you can give to you, National. We are four years into a grand experiment that the denomination is doing through the Office of Christian Formation. When they took the Office of Collegiate Ministries in Louisville and spun us off into our own, uh, what I affectionately call sort of a church private partnership into our own 501C3. We receive um, grant money from them and are in partnership with our other four uh, age and stage ministries of APSE and PYWA and POEM and CA. And we also uh, want to provide something not only for the campus ministers and for the ministry organizations, but also for the church to help us all articulate who we are and in a way that is not, I'm not that person, I'm not that ministry, but in a way that says this is what we are, this is what you can expect, this is what we're inviting you to. Bring who you are, exactly where you are, and we will journey with you.
0: And so, friends, one really fast way to get to know more about that network and some of those ministers is there's an event in June, right? It's a a national gathering mm -hmm. and last uh, that's coming up in Virginia, Massanetta Springs. Mm -hmm. I will post a link to that. Um, Is it too late? Is, can you still, people get on? <laughs>
1: people can still, people can still get on. We uh, have uh, the Reverend Dr. Lakeisha Lockhart from Union Seminary right. uh, in Richmond, who's going to be our keynote. We're unbelievably excited. Uh, uh, Lee from um, Justice Unbound with uh, the Office of Social Witness Policy with Young Adults is going to be there doing a workshop. Uh, Suzanne Schilling, who is a coach, is going to be doing workshop on leadership and Emotional intelligence and leadership. Time for rest, for renewal. Uh, but we also have a training called Soul Shop, which is the, the a pre-event for. Uh, it's a sui- it's a faith-based suicide prevention training, mm-hmm. and in twenty-five years of ordained ministry, it is hands down the most powerful um, training that I have had about working with and accompanying and um, and hopefully uh, offering something to those who are struggling with suicidal desperation. Um, what is the church's response? I think we all know all of the statistics, all of the the difficult things going on in our community. And what Soul shop does is it provides um, a way for the church, a way for, our collegiate ministries, our campus ministers, our student leaders to respond um, in in real and thoughtful ways to create soul safe communities. Um, so that's too, it's not too late.
0: Well, By the well, end of the week would be
1: great, but. This end, of this
0: week, end of this week. So it's June, it's June.
1: It's June 13th through
0: 16th. Yeah. It's about a little less than a month away. So um, mm-hmm. folks, we'd love to see you there. I plan to be there for, part of that time. Looking forward to it. Thanks so much, Jenny, for being here today. Um, Friends, we're glad for you to join us on Leading Theologically. Please listen. There's 70 shows. We'd love for you to subscribe, to review. Um, Please go over to um, ukirk.org and learn more about um, that ministry. And Jenny, we're so grateful for who you are. You're not only just a gift to me. I hear people all the time talk about how you're a mentor and pastor to them. Um, a spiritual leader, your strategic leader, and it, we, I know, as a board member, we couldn't have a better person at the helm, um, Thank right you. now. And as we, as we are spun off and figure out our way forward, um, so I'm just so grateful. I'd love for you in a moment to send us with a benediction if you would. Um, let me say that we have in a couple of weeks, the 17th, we were advertising Raj Nadella. Unfortunately, there's some conflicts that have come up, but. There will be someone joining us. I'm not sure who. And then um, the 31st, also from Union, Chris Burton, who's in their Leadership Institute, will be with us. And for a first time in 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 June, it'll be right on the heels of of the conference. uh, Right as the conference is going, you Kirk is. Um, uh, maybe I should have somebody there interview me. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Yeah. I'm going to be a guest on my own show, but um, we'll we'll see how this all goes. Down. But um, thanks again, Jenny. What what a what a gift um, your time to especially um, today. Well, thank thanks you. so much.
1: Thank you. Well, my my charge is as we are in final season. Um, my son is a freshman and taking final should be finished right now uh, (laughs) one of his last finals Um, please pray for all of the young adults Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, as lee said um, all god's children are our children Mm -hmm. and so please pray for all of our um, college students um, traditionally traditional age non-traditional community college, four-year university graduate student, it is a really stressful time in their life right now. Please pray for our collegiate ministers and their organizations, for uh, those in Ohio and Wyoming and other places that are searching for campus ministers right now. Pray for, I have a, a bonus daughter is one of my former students who's in seminary now. Um, pray for our seminarians Thank that you. they will That they will remember that God's spirit is still working Mm. and calling them to, with their charisms and their passion and their energy, intelligence, imagination, and love, to tell the world that God so loves, that God is a God of love and a God of hope. (laughs) And so that is the charge. Um, Pray for me, pray for you, Kirk, please. Um, pray that uh, as we go forth, I can move into full time. But the benediction is this. The God of love that began working even before the light of creation dawned continues to move and to work in your life and in mine and the life of the world. and. No matter what the statistics say in the denomination, the Holy Spirit is alive Mm -hmm. and present Mm -hmm. in every congregation and on every campus, Mm -hmm. on every street in this country and around the world, especially in the broken places.
0: Especially in the broken places.
1: And so first, cling to the fact that God is moving. God is working. God is a God of redemption and restoration. And God is inviting us with our lives and our gifts and our questions and our resources, exactly who we are right now to catch a vision. (laughs) And so know that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is powerful and real. It's a message that is one that is needed. Mm. That our God is a God of hope. Mm -hmm. And that hope will break in, maybe through you. (laughs) Right. And that the Holy Spirit is as close to you as your very breath Mm -hmm. and is as wide as the whole universe universe upon universe upon universe, and that we get to participate in the wild and wonderful work of God. And so may we do that going in peace with the assurance that God's work, God's call is still
0: alive. Amen. 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 I'll leave you. Thank you so much, Jenny. Everybody, you you see what I'm talking about now? Um, Thanks again, Jenny. And everyone, blessings on you. And we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Um, Take good care. And happy Derby week, by the way. (laughs) Peace.
1: Peace.